GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello, it is the Go Birds Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the Parks Picks Pod with Elliot Shore Parks. How you doing, buddy? What up? How's it going? I can't believe we're only like two or three days from uh, from Eagles free agency. More importantly, we are back into the NBA schedule. It was very good to see, uh, you know, basketball back on the TV the last night. Our so. obsession. Yes, is, is has been able to return, which was very good, very good for my health, uh, and you know, good for my good for my bank account. You're so damn it was, right. um, you know, it was. Uh, it's been a fun few days and a fun few days ahead too. Yeah. So, all right. So good times. We're gonna get into some of our favorite NBA futures, uh, NBA thoughts heading into the second half of the season for gambling purposes and all that. Because again, as we just said, as you know, if you've been listening, Elliot and I are obsessed with it and having a blast using the Park Casino Sportsbook app and having fun betting on basketball so we'll get to that but quickly um since this is there's no saturday radio show this week uh sadly this is our last show before free agent yeah terrible uh free agency officially you know i guess unofficially officially the legal tampering period begins on monday but we'll hear all the news all the deals obviously it'll trickle out over uh over the days but but starting on monday we'll start to have real free agency stuff to talk about so Quickly, uh, before we get into the NBA thing, we want to have a little fun. It is the gambling pod. So Elliot has put together some odds. Now, these you can't bet on at the Park Casino Sportsbook app, but you can bet on everything else we're going to talk about later. But a little fun with some odds on potential free agents coming to the Eagles, just so we could touch on that a little bit before we dive in to the NBA stuff. Elliot, let's go. Give me some odds, baby. All right. So Elliot's the bookmaker for this right here. 
Yeah, so by the time you're listening to this pod, the Eagles very well might have like $10 million in salary cap space. That's how close they are to getting out from under the hole they're in and having some salary cap space. So if you're listening to this and saying, well, Elliot, the odds are the Eagles aren't going to sign any free agents because they don't have any money. That's just not going to end up being true. We'll see that by the time free agency rolls around next week, they will have money to sign guys. They will have money to sign the big name free agents if they want to. They're going to have to construct a deal a certain way. But if they want to, they'll be able to to, to go after them. So some of the receivers, I do think this is the offseason to – to throw money at the receiver position. They've tried to fix it in the draft. They've uh, you know, they've negated to make the trades that were there. It's time to just throw money at the problem and fix the receiver position. So I'm going to start off with a big one. Not great odds, but plus 1,700, Kenny Galladay comes to the Eagles. I think there is like an outside shot that Howie makes a run at Kenny. I think that his injury history, he's a dominant player when healthy, 27 years old. He's the type of guy I could see Howie throwing big money at. So I I would not bet on that. Uh, the odds are good. Like, I get it, you know. Not at plus 1,700? I mean, that's pretty Again, I just said the odds are good. I, I see your logic. I'm not saying you're crazy for thinking it. I just don't see any way the Eagles end up signing Galladay. I think there's going to be too many suitors for him, especially when you look at the fact that Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson really, I mean, I like Will Fuller. There are some good guys in the market, but – Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson are really the only two receivers in Kenny Galladay's class in terms of talent, upside, ability. I think Kenny Galladay is going to get paid. So I would not bet on the Eagles doing it just because I don't think they're going to go as high as Galladay will go for. And ultimately, I think they're going to spread that money around a little more. So I will not bet on that, but I, I make the case. All right. So here's the next one. And tell me if you would put some shekels on this one. You just brought him up. Will Fuller. Plus 800. Local guy from Philly. Uh, has the speed aspect that Eagles are looking for. Value is really at an all-time low. Coming off of the PED suspension. Never been able to stay healthy. I think there could still be a market for him. As you mentioned, the fact that Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin were, were tagged. It, it, may, it means the top guys are going to cost more. But Will Fuller, again, because of his value, I think, uh, because of where his uh, value is at, could be had for cheaper than many would think. Plus 800 would you go for it so i like it better than the galladay odds i still would not bet on it i i I think you're underrating the market that will be there for will fuller he is one of the fastest receivers in the sport and yes he's had some issues staying healthy but stayed healthy until he got suspended last year and was awesome like he was really good and when he has Mm -hmm. stayed healthy he is a game-changing type of player and we've seen how many years Deshaun Jackson keeps getting paid? Someone else who has had trouble staying on the field. One-dimensional thing. I think Will Fuller's a better receiver than Deshaun Jackson as an all-around receiver. Obviously not the deep threat Deshaun is. I think Will Fuller's going to get more money than you're thinking he is. And I think that as a result, he probably will not come here. But I would bet on Will Fuller before I'd bet on Galladay, even at the shorter odds. All right. Here's my favorite bet on the board. It's still long odds, but I think that if we're sitting here next week and the Eagles have made a big move... This is probably the guy it'll be for, and you'll hate it. So you won't bet on it, but I think it's good odds. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, don't pl- do it. Plus, plus 500. Where are you at with that? Um, I, I think from a betting perspective, I agree with you. I think it's the best bet of the ones we've talked about. I think, you know, the Sirianni connection, we don't know how tight they are or whatever, but I said when we talked last week, I mentioned Malik Cooker. I do think they're going to try and bring in at least one or two guys from the Colts, someone who can come in and 
you know, kind of help Nick Sirian in the locker room, talk to players, let them know how great Nick is, all that type, give him a little credibility that he might not have from guys who don't know him. So mm-hmm. I do think that is something they will do. I think we've, you know, we usually see that with every head coach who comes in who has connections somewhere else. They'll bring some guys in who know him, whatever. Um, so I, I think it's a, a better possibility. As you know, I don't, anyways, 32, 33, I don't want T.Y. Hilton. I don't want them to spend money on T.Y. Hilton. But T.Y. Hilton is someone who I do think will have a, a worse market than people might think based on his name. He is someone who's really struggled to stay healthy the last few years. And also, let's be real, the production has dropped off dramatically the last couple years from where he was a few years ago. So I think T.Y. Hilton could be gotten for a cheaper price than people might expect. So I think of the ones you mentioned, T.Y. Hilton, by far the most likely, even if I don't like it. He's such a guy, too, that I can picture Howie explaining, like, you know, what a week later, be like, this is a guy that's had a lot of success in the league. And, you know, our coach really liked him and blah, blah, blah. All right. Last one for the receivers. I'd put these all at even odds. Sorry, all at the same odds. I'm going to put them all at plus 150. D.D. Westbrook, Kendrick Bourne, Rashard Higgins, all kind of in the same group in terms of they've had some success in the NFL. They're not proven commodities. They've never really had a chance to be full-time starters. I guess D.D. Westbrook kind of did, and then Higgins stepped in towards the end of the year when Odell went down in Cleveland. But I think those are the type of low-value signings the Eagles could go for. Someone on a one-year deal come in, can look, can uh, raise the floor a little bit on their receiver position. So I think that's the market they'll really be playing yeah, in. Yeah, I, I, like, I think one of those guys – Makes a lot of sense. I would maybe spread some shekels out over all three and try and diversify my risk there. And um, but I, I think so. I think any of them make sense personally. I would I would take a shot on Kendrick Bourne of the the three. Mm-hmm. I think he's the most interesting. What I've seen him do in San Francisco, like he flashes at times to me. Um, and look, I liked D.D. Westbrook a lot coming out of Oklahoma, um, but ultimately. Um, you know, he's had injury issues, too, over the last few years. So I, I think Kendrick Bourne is a really interesting name. And I, I think all three are worth throwing some shackles on. So I got two more positions. You can pick which one you want to go first, quarterbacks or running backs. Let's go running backs. Okay, so when I started to look at this class of uh, free agent running backs, at first I was like, there's no shot they're going to sign any of these guys. But when I looked at it, I actually think they could find good value uh, in a veteran running back. I think giving one to Nick Sirianni would be good for him. I think having a quality backup to Miles Sanders, considering he had a bit of an iffy year last year, struggled to stay healthy, could be worth it. So my favorite odds-wise, but also my favorite one that I would want them to sign, I think this guy has Eagle like written all over him. I'm going to put him at, at, at good odds. I'm going to put him at plus 200. James White, the New England Patriots running back. Give me oh. your thoughts. Uh, interesting name. Um, you know, obviously uh, uh, some pedigree. Uh, world, uh, Super Bowl hero, James White. Right. Um, look, he's a great receiving back. He fits that kind of mold for the Eagles. Uh, we haven't really had, you know, I think if they're going to try and replace Boston Scott, so to speak, I think James White's a guy who makes sense in that sense. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't think of, I, I think of him only as a pass catching back, though, and I wonder Same. if they want someone who's going to be able to run the rock a little bit too to spell Sanders. But I think James White's an interesting name. I, I wouldn't. I would consider throwing a few shekels on it. I think that with him, the value would be he's a really nice backup to Miles Sanders. Like, I agree he's not a dominant running back on the ground, but I think he could be great out of the backfield. And look, Sanders had trouble catching the ball last year. Like, maybe that was Carson Wentz. We'll, we'll find out. But after having being a really good receiving back his rookie year, 
he took a step back last year. So I want somebody that I trust to catch the ball. All right, the next one, I'm going to put him at plus 400, Tevin Coleman. Um, Yeah, I think he makes sense. That's someone who was rumored last time around. I think he is a, yeah. a, a borderline veteran minimum type of guy, maybe a little bit more because um, – you know, there's still the the talent there uh, that people might believe in, but you know, went to San Francisco and, and barely made an impact. Was hurt all the time. I think you could get him for for nothing. So yeah, I'd take a shot on Tevin Coleman. All right, the only favorite on the board, the only one you're getting minus odds at minus one fifty, Marlon Mack. Yeah, I think Marlon Mack goes for more money, and not again. I don't think any of these guys go for a ton of money. I think Marlon Mack goes for a little more money then the Eagles will want to pay for their backup running back. I think of the three guys you mentioned, he's the highest priced. He's coming off an injury, though. He is, is, but he was really good before that. Like, actually had a stretch where he was like a a guy. So, I don't know. He was, but it's an Achilles injury, which is an especially bad injury. Which scares you, too. And I wonder if he would take a cheaper deal to come here for a year or so. All right, that would be my favorite, though, among the running backs. I think that... Again, the Sirianni connection, the need for a running back, I don't think he's going to cost as much as you do, so I don't see it as like a big investment, but I think he's someone they could definitely uh, go after. All right, quarterbacks, there's really only three of them. We can go through these uh, through these quickly. All right, I'll just give them to you in straight odds, and you tell me which one you would feel the best. I bet. love that. Lay it on me. All right, Jacoby Brissett plus 200, Tyrod Taylor plus 250, Geno Smith plus 600. I like the first two a lot. I've mentioned Tyrod. I think both of those guys are guys who are similar play styles to Hertz, in at least in a little bit. You know, can move around and all that. And thus, if they come in, you don't change the offense completely. So I I like that as a general rule for a, for a backup. I think Brissett obviously makes the most sense. It's a question of if he's going to get. I think Brissett is also going to be the most expensive. So I agree. Like unquestionably. So my guess is it won't. I think Brissett makes sense again. Former Colt, no Sirianni, all that from that perspective. I think he'll get more money than they want to give. Though, to be fair, they value backup quarterback. So um, I think Brissett makes the most sense. It's just a question of if they can afford him. If they can, I think Taylor makes a ton of sense. I would put some money on both those guys. Yeah, I think Geno Smith is a definite long shot. I mean, they had, this was a long time ago. They've had chances though, to have Geno Smith. They had a chance to draft him. Member of the year where they took Lane, I was, uh, I believe it was, where, where Geno fell a little bit. Um, so I, I don't, I just don't think Howie's a Geno guy. I wouldn't spend the money on Jacoby Brissett. I just don't think it's worth investing. Uh, I think Tyrod Taylor, if you're going to bet on a quarterback here, and again, fake odds, but if you were going to throw down some imaginary uh, of James Shekels, then I think... <laughs> Taylor's the way to go, but I, I don't I don't think they're going to sign a quarterback. So I, I don't think any of these would be smart bets. All right. Let's talk about some real shekels. And again, we will be back next week. We're probably gonna do an extra pod next week. So we'll be a, a free agency specific pod either Monday or Tuesday, depending on how it all shakes out. Elliot, of course, working from six to six on Monday. Actually, yes. you're actually working on Monday. What a what a wild thought. Actually, I know. know it's crazy. It's something. already I've already been thinking basically throughout the week, like I'm going to have to go to bed on Sunday at like, I don't know, 9, you look 8, at you. and then I'm going to get up at like 4 a.m. So, But I'm excited <laughs> for it. Maybe I won't be able to sleep. I'll be so excited. Oh, man. Fun stuff, So you go e. every day. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it's good times, buddy. It's good times. All right, um, let's talk some NBA and our excitement for the second half. Quickly, before we get into some futures and some specific teams we like and guys we like to, to bet on and whatnot, What's your just excitement level for the second half of the NBA season here? 
I mean, obviously extremely excited. Uh, I think as, as we've talked about, it's what gets me through the day each day. It's what gets me through <laughs> my nights. So uh, very, very excited. Um, but I also think like it's just an interesting time from an odds perspective in terms of like I, I don't have any future bets in right now. So like I don't I don't have any, you know, I don't have a horse in the race right right now. But when you look at it, like I do think it's really wide open. And the other interesting aspect of the NBA right now is it doesn't look like there's going to be any big moves at the deadline. Like James Harden's already been traded. Uh, I guess Kyle Lowry, we can talk about him a little bit, but I don't know if Lowry going to the Sixers. So the Sixers right now to win the title are plus 1,200. I don't know if Lowry going there changes it much. Like Utah's plus 900, does it bump them in front of Utah? I don't really think so. So when you look at the the teams, I mean, Lakers plus 260, like I think there's four or five teams that have a legitimate chance. And the fact that there's not going to be a lot of movement at the trade deadline, you think at least, makes it interesting to get those wagers in now uh, because the odds are probably not going to change. Yeah, I would actually, I think the, the, and I don't think Kyle Lowry will end up here, but if he does, I mean, like, I think you can get some value. I think those odds do go down. Kyle Lowry absolutely makes the six. A little better. bit, though. I, I mean, think, I think we're, we're like, on different pages about Lowry. Yeah, That's just yeah. You, you under Kyle Lowry is like the perfect guy for the Sixers. He gives him. So I was having this debate with my friends last night. Is Lowry a Hall guy. of Famer? I mean, well, so this it, I hate the NBA Hall of Fame debate or the basketball Hall of Fame because it's it's so stupid. They're so like it's the the lowest threshold for a Hall of Fame that there is. So yeah, he'll probably end up being a Hall of Famer. Do I think Kyle Lowry is holistically a Hall of Famer? No, but I think he will be in a, a basketball Hall of Famer, which is you know what it is. But let's get into it uh, so quickly. And here's the thing: uh, every all these futures odds that the players we're gonna talk about, you can bet on all of it. With the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, we've told you before, we'll tell you again, you have to download this app. It is so much fun to use. It's intuitive. It's easy. You can bet on anything and everything. We're talking today about pro hoops, action, some futures there, but you can bet on college hoops, of course. Some action coming up. It is March, after all. Uh, a lot of fun there coming up. You can have some fun with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app with that stuff. Hockey, baseball futures, football futures, anything and everything. Elliot. Making soccer bets right and left. He's basically you're yes, basically a, a soccer betting aficionado, you know. I was watching a game yesterday uh, in Spanish, so you know. Oh, that's buddy, look at you. Where I'm at. Look at yeah, you. It's where I'm at in terms that's of watching these games. Where so. I'm at, and and if you can't tell, I mean, you're listening. It's like we have grown, fallen in love with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app and the amount of fun that it has given us on a night to night basis. And I know I make this point every time, but it's it's for me the truest of the true part. Not only do you get the chance to win money and to, to, you know, enjoy the shekels coming into your account, but it just makes these games so much more fun to watch. I promise you, Elliot's not watching and enjoying a soccer game in Spanish unless he had some shekels on it. So join us, have some fun, download the app, and here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Risk-free, that's for me. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com and slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's parxcasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bets refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Give them a problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's look at these future odds. I'm just going to run down the list and then we'll give our thoughts. So, uh, the Lakers, uh, uh, this is, again, on the Parks, you know, sports pick out. The Lakers are the favorite at plus 260. Brooklyn is at plus 300 right after them. Then it falls a little bit to the Clippers, 
We're plus 550. The Milwaukee Bucks, substantially better odds than our team here in Philadelphia, plus 700. Utah is plus 900 then, as Elliot mentioned before. Philadelphia plus 1,200, and then I think it's silly. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, don't bet on any other teams. They go up from there. Boston's plus 3,000. Denver's plus 3,000. Miami's plus 3,000. Phoenix is plus 3,000. I like those teams. None of those teams are winning the NBA Finals this year. Would you agree? I think the Lakers, Brooklyn, the Clippers, the Bucks, Utah, and the Sixers, one of those six teams is going to win the title this year, as far as I'm concerned. I would agree from... I would agree that the chances are that that's what's going to happen. The only team I would considering throwing a few shekels on would be the Denver Nuggets. We saw last year they yep. made a run. Uh, I think they Jokic have two elite. One of the five best players in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, Jamal Murray was super good in the playoffs last year. Granted, it was in the bubble, but super good last year. Michael Porter Jr. I think is, is pretty good. He's an X-factor type player. They, and, and look, we talked about trade. Will Barton. Up. Will Barton. They could, they could add still. Oh, I mean, Sapp. maybe it's not a yeah, big trade, but guys. Denver could add. They have guys they could trade. And if they wanted to really do something, like if, if one of those big guys is going to get traded, which I don't think it will, Michael Porter Jr., one of the better pieces that could be traded to add a Bradley Beal, a Zach Levine type of guy. So it is a, they're an interesting pivot team. I agree with you at plus yeah, they're, 3,000. They're my favorite among the plus 3,000. I don't hate I don't that. think Miami does it. The Suns you could talk yourself into, but I don't know. Devin Booker's really good. Chris Paul, you know, playoff history, so-so. So I, I wouldn't bet on any of them. Plus 3,000, the only one I like there is uh, Denver. I would agree with you. They are my favorite. I think Phoenix is the next best bet of those ones and. If you want to just take a long shot and hope for the best, look, Miami last year uh, almost made a lot of people with long shot odds a lot of money, even though, of course, they couldn't close it out. So, um, But we're not in a bubble this year, so that was a little funky. I, I agree with you. So let's look at those six teams and, and parse out these odds because um, the Lakers are plus 260, Brooklyn at 300, then if the Clippers a drop plus 550, Milwaukee plus 7, the Jazz plus nine, and the Sixers at plus 1,200. What do you think is the best bet of all those? First of all, who do you think is going to win the title? And then what do you think is the best bet? Okay, so this is a boring answer, but I think the Lakers are going to win the title. I do too. That's just oh, – I do too. Yeah. So, so I mean, plus 260, like, it's probably not going to dip lower than that. So if you're convinced like we are, maybe get on that now. I agree I with can't Elliot. Imagine. I agree with Elliot. I think this is the, – the deeper you go – the Lakers' odds are only going to get worse. I a hundred percent, unless there's an injury or something, right. and then you know you never can predict that kind of stuff. But I think once Anthony Davis comes back and is really rolling with them, those odds will go down. So, all right, in terms of the title, yes, I think the Lakers. My my concern with the Nets, and it's why I kind of like Milwaukee plus seven hundred. And you know me, I hate Milwaukee. What is like, happening? We have debated. Right what are we yeah, doing right? We, so here's the funny thing, because you and Milwaukee I have fought about the Sixers years. and Milwaukee. And you're going to tell me Milwaukee, and I'm going to tell you that the Sixers at plus 1,200 are by far the best bet on this board. It's not even close. So you go first. All right, so let me explain to you my thought process. I think Brooklyn is the best team in the East. I think if healthy, nobody is beating Brooklyn, right? But I think for as much as we talk about, like, Embiid, you know, maybe not making it through the playoffs and, like, all this stuff, like— Durant is struggling to stay healthy. Like, we have to acknowledge that when you look at the Nets. Their big three has very rarely played together. Durant's coming back from a leg injury. He's consistently missing time with lower body injuries. I I don't know if he'll make it through the season, and I don't know, you know, like, if he can make it through a seven-game series in the conference finals. So I have concern about the Nets from an injury perspective. So plus 300 for me, 
I guess since I think they'd win it, it'd be an okay bet. But when I look at the East, I say, okay, if it's if it's not going to be the Nets, the Bucks to me are better than the Sixers, and I don't, wow. I don't like. Wow, I just don't. I don't trust it, the Sixers. I, you, in the you trust yet. the Nets? You we fought about the Bucks. You give me crap about me saying Giannis is great or the Bucks are have a real chance. Oh, they got Drew Holiday. You're the one who's always giving me crap. What is happening here? All right, yeah. So actually, let me take this back. I don't think the Bucks are better than the Sixers. I just don't think there's any way the Sixers are going to the finals. Wow. So now I agree with you. Plus twelve hundred for the top seed in the East is insane, and it really tells you what you need to know. You know, the fact that they're the top seed and they have the third best odds. Like, but and they're honestly, yeah, I guess their odds are considerably better than Boston, actually. But my 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 argument for Milwaukee would be if it's not gonna be the Nets, Milwaukee is somewhat playoff tested. They've been through the playoffs together together. I know the Sixers have as well, but like Ben Simmons always plays poorly in the playoffs. Embiid struggles to play when it when it's like, you know, tw- uh we have a different two rounds Embiid in a this year, my friend. It's a different It is a different and, and there are no I back agree. to backs in the playoffs. No back to backs. All right. I I'll Look, make the case. I, I'm not I'm not like happy I have this opinion. The case just, is the Sixers are a matchup nightmare for teams. Like they are a matchup nightmare. There is no one in the Eastern Conference who can handle a fully ready to roll Embiid. I think you under look. I get that Ben Simmons in the playoffs has been a, a liability offensively. There is no argument against that. But Ben Simmons, everything else that guy does is incredibly valuable. And especially if we're looking at a team like the Nets, like there's only one guy on the team who has a chance to stop James Harden, like or Kevin Durant. Like Durant, you put probably have to have Embiid cover him. But like, like no one, there's no one else who could D up James Harden on the entire team. Like. Ben Simmons at 6'10 is doing things that, that guys his size have never been able to do from a defensive perspective. He shut down Dominic, uh, Donovan Mitchell in that last yeah, game. Right. Donovan Mitchell's six feet okay. tall. Are you kidding me? You underrate Ben Simmons so fully and so aggressively. <laughs> ben Simmons is a great NBA player. He just isn't a good shooter. And yeah. I do worry about the playoffs. I need to see him be better in the playoffs offensively. But I still think that there is there will be some growth there. I think you're underrating the Sixers, especially because these plus 1,200 odds are before Daryl Morey does whatever he's going to do. It might not be Kyle Lowry, but Daryl Morey's going to do something to help this team get better. So I, I am, don't know, man. Do you think so? I mean, he something he buyout guys like okay. there will be there Maybe. will be additions. Regardless, I, I think the Sixers are plus 1,200. And look, this is me saying I think the Lakers win the title. So I would ultimately bet on the Lakers. But I think in terms of odds here, in terms of the best bet. You said it. I mean, the Sixers are plus twelve hundred, and they're the top seed in the East right now. Yeah, because I, I don't think they have a real chance to win the East. Oh, they like I, of course I mean, they do. They do what in the way that they're crazy. like a top three team. But I of would be very they surprised. Do. You are okay. underrating the Sixers. They haven't even been out of the second round. Like, and here, here's my thing when it comes to looking so at these teams, right? Well, hold on. Let me let me let me finish. So when I look at these teams, I say to myself, if the game is close and there's you know four minutes to go, who do I trust to win that game? And I look at the Sixers and I say, the only player they have that I trust in those final four minutes is Embiid. I look at the Nets. They have three players that I trust. The Lakers have two players. The Clippers have two players. The Bucks have, that's where it gets interesting with the Bucks because like Giannis has the same type of problems as Embiid. I'm sorry, uh, as Simmons in the way that he's not a huge threat from the perimeter. But Giannis is better than Ben Simmons. Chris Middleton is interesting. Drew Holiday has been hurt, but I like him as well. Like, I just think that these other teams have more players that can create their own shot, and I trust. Like, I'm not trusting Tobias Harris, Danny Green, and Seth Curry to carry 
to carry the Sixers. I'm not either. Into... I'm trusting Joel Embiid, who is the single yeah, he's person a, I would one want. One guy to... though. Yeah, but he's the guy you'd want taking the last shot of anyone in the NBA right now. Like he's the guy. Wildcat. Well, okay. That's that's insane. In I ter- love Embiid. Maybe too, other like... than LeBron. Maybe other than LeBron. Like well, is Embiid is unstoppable right now, Elliot. You don't think if you're down one, if you're down one, with ten seconds left, who would you rather have the ball for the last shot than Embiid? Who do you think is better at creating well, I, his I can own? Name, I can name a few players right oh, off the top. Not, like, not me, not right, many, I, man. Maybe LeBron, like LeBron Seth just Curry, like he did. Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard. No, you're talking about down, down one. Have... I just said down one. Down one. You want yeah, a three-point shooter? Yes, down one. I, dude, I would, I would take Embiid. I think you are underrating okay. and how I, historically I dominant like Embiid. Embiid. Like, I, Embiid's having like a Shaq-like season. What are we talking yeah, about? And he shoots. Awesome. He's like a 50, 40, 90 guy almost. He's got, he's been shooting like, it's, what are we talking about here? I think you are vast. Yeah, I agree. I think Embiid is awesome. We're going to talk about MVP odds, right? Let's I'm just it. saying, I got to see this guy do it in the playoffs. I got to see this I, team do it in the playoffs before I'm ready. I agree with that, to... but I, same with the Bucks, right? I mean, what have the Bucks yeah, done? with the Bucks. That's why I think it's close. I, I overstated my love for the Bucks, to be okay. clear. I and just, look, I and I know the Nets have a lot of talent and stuff, but, you know, we need to see that work in the playoffs, too. I think it will. I think, look, I think it's Lakers-Nets. I'm not saying I'm, I do, too. I'm, but I think it, plus 1,200, that's outrageous. I think the Sixers have a, a like, that's essentially implying they have less than a 10% chance to, to win it all. I think they have a better chance than 10%. I think the well, let me ask like you this, 15, because, 20% you know, chance we've, there. I've been like better at getting trying to read the lines, but like, doesn't plus twelve hundred to you tell you that, like, there, it tells there me, people don't Elliot, believe you? Elliot, Elliot, again, you got to remember with these odds, it tells me that people are not betting on the Sixers as much as they're betting on Milwaukee. These are not odds that are the odds are set, but then they move based on how much Correct. people bet on them. So yeah, it's telling me that so people a lot aren't of people be- don't think the Sixers are going to make the finals. Good for them, man. And again, okay, like they're I'm not gonna- the favorite, but. But you're like, I think it's, let's put it this way. I think I would absolutely put the Sixers ahead of the Bucks. I think it's crazy that the Bucks are plus 700 and the Sixers are, I think that's insane. I think they should be closer. I will say that. I think they should insane. be insane. Okay. Let's get to MVP because we're obviously not going to uh, uh, agree uh, on this one. Can I clarify one thing before we move on super quick? Yeah. I don't want to, I, I think the Bucks and Sixers are closer than I let, than I led on. That's all I want to say. I, I don't think the Bucks are better. I think the Sixers are probably better. I think they're oh, odds. You're on my pretty. side. I win. Okay, there you go. You won. <laughs> All right, MVP odds. Um, I think, to be blatantly honest, if you're betting on the MVP right now, if if it's me, there's only two guys I'm betting on, but it can make a case down the road. But the the quick odds, we'll just look at the guys who potentially have a chance. Joel Embiid is a favorite at plus 200. LeBron James at plus 250. Jokic at plus 450. Then it goes a huge drop. Luca at plus twelve hundred, Giannis at plus sixteen hundred. None of these guys are going. None of these. Look, Giannis is not winning the MVP three years in a row. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. So you're not betting on Giannis. Luca, way too rough a start. Had to play himself into shape. Luca, unless Dallas goes on like a fifteen game win streak and Luca's averaging thirty five a game, like maybe. Even then, I don't. I I don't think so. Maybe you could put him back in the competition. This award comes down to LeBron, Joel, and theoretically. As we talked about with Denver, if Denver goes on a run, Jokic is having that type of season. He's basically well, let a me, triple double. Let me so throw a long shot. An by interesting you. one. But I think it's LeBron or Joel. I agree. I think the best long shot bet is James Harden. If the Nets can I end agree with the you. season. That's a really good call at plus 2,500. Yeah. Now, here's the issue he's not going to have played a lot of games because he missed a bunch of games in there. He's only played, uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I know he's missed like yeah. 11 or 12 games already. Um, and then the other thing is look, MVP voting is a narrative thing. Do people want to reward the guy who fatted up, 
and forced his way out of Houston to go to New Jersey, go to the only team he wanted to do. My guess, my guess is that voters are not going to vote for Harden the way they should, but I agree with you. If I had to bet on a long shot, Harden is absolutely the right one. He's been amazing in Brooklyn, and if they're the best team in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, he's been their best player. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I think the other it's a good bet. A, I just don't player, think it happens. Has a player ever won it playing with two different teams in a year? Probably not, actually. I, I can't think of anything. No, not that I know of. So it's a really interesting one. But that would be my favorite one. Like, I like Harden plus 250 more than I like like uh, Jokic at plus 450. Like, I don't think like, Jokic. Nikola Jokic is not Jokic. Jokic, sorry. Jokic is, my bad. Jokic is not <laughs> winning the MVP. I, uh, look, I I wouldn't bet on it, but I, I do think there's, a, a, he's averaging a triple-double almost, Elliot. Regardless, uh, I think, I think, Look, I think if Joel can play enough games, he's the MVP. Like, I really do. I think Joel needs to play, you know, what's going to be 72 games, we think, if they play all the games. He needs to play, like, 60 of them, I would say. And right now he's on pace to play 60. He's missed six, but he's got to miss this first game back and stuff. So I'm a little nervous. Maybe high 50s, he can still get it. But LeBron's only missed one game. LeBron's going to play every game. LeBron wants the MVP. Like, he's actually pushing for it. And I can absolutely see if the Lakers end up with the best record in the NBA, which they might not. Like, these games without Davis, they've taken a hit, all that. Uh, but LeBron, the narrative of it, you know, the, oh, LeBron's been the best player in the world, he's only won it this many times, all that. Like, I could see LeBron James winning an MVP this year. If I had to bet, I think I would bet on LeBron to hedge against Embiid resting, against Embiid not playing quite enough games. But in terms of holistically, Joel Embiid is the MVP of the season so far, without question. I, I agree with everything you said. I think one of the most important things you said was LeBron wants the MVP. Yep. Like LeBron is LeBron is on a mission, in my opinion, to get this MVP. Now, I think Embiid wants it too, but LeBron just has so many years of obviously greatness, but just like narrative built up on his yep. side as well. So I think if you can get LeBron as not the favorite yep. to win the MVP, I think that's the best bet. LeBron like, is I the think best bet on the board. I think. Yeah, LeBron is the best bet on the board. Like, we're talking about we think the Lakers are going to win the title, but it's not as fun to bet them because they're plus because they're the favorite. You get LeBron as the number two. I think that's probably the best bet. And for what it's worth, as much as I do think Embiid is the MVP, I don't think LeBron, is if he wins it, is not deserving. Like, LeBron has been oh, he's had amazing a great year. this year. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't— And, I, and our, uh, our boss, Spike, always makes a point, like, you can't just give it to him because he's older and he's being great, and I think there's some truth to that. But at the same time, it does matter. Like it does well, matter. And, when you and, watch no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Spike is speaking holistically and and saying like they shouldn't do this. The problem is what we're doing right here is we're trying to make money. We're trying to bet. And guess what? They do right. that shit. Like they do it. Like it, that's what I'm saying. The NBA yeah. is a narrative award. The narrative matters almost as much as what happens on the court. And LeBron's got the best narrative. So you know so if you bet 100 you bet 100 for lebron to win the mvp you win 250 to me this feels like a win win because if embiid gets it that's exciting and you're fine you lost if lebron gets it you just won 250 bucks boom look at that there it is elliot's getting it the emotional hedges look at you exactly you are a fully seasoned gambler i'm so proud that's all i do now like a little baby bird flying all right quickly before we get out of here um so for those who don't know i i have, i don't think we've talked about the idea that um, Elliot actually got league pass because he's been loving yeah. the NBA so much. My man is watching a lot of basketball. Are there any teams you you really enjoy betting on? Like, are there any teams that for any particular reason, whether it's because they seem to win money for you or because there are certain players on the team who always seem to to do what you expect? Are there any teams you've you've really enjoyed betting on this season more than others? Uh, 
A hundred percent. So yes. Yes. I would call, Give me the I, list. I would call these more than my favorite teams. I would call them my weak spots because I feel like I just enjoy betting them so much that it just doesn't always work out for me. But New Orleans Pelicans are without question. Like the Sixers are my favorite team, but I think the Pelicans own a special place in my heart right now. There's They're nothing just, more so, fun for, than Zion right now. There's just when he gets yeah, ahead so, of steam. Oh. So Zion's plus uh, Zion's uh, prop like for points has started to go up a little more. But for a while it was sitting at like 24 and a half every night. And that felt really good. Like he hit over on that a bunch. I think I was looking and I think the the next game of theirs is at 27 and a half. So it's obviously going up. Lo- the, the safest bet in all of sports right now is Lonzo over 15 and a half. I kid you not. It hits like ev- almost every single night. I bet it. Then over five and a half assists, he always crushes as well. Brandon Ingram, I've been a little iffy on. He's very hit or miss. But again, another fun player to bet on. The other thing about the Pelicans is it feels like the over always hits for them. Like whenever I see the Pelicans, especially if they're playing a team like Milwaukee, like Dallas, Oklahoma City, like you know a lot of points are being scored. So the Pelicans are a team I've definitely been enjoying. My other one is the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard's fun. Gary, Gary Trent Jr. is fun. Uh, they just have a lot of fun guys on there. Like they make a lot of threes, they let up a lot of points. So there's a lot of like player prop uh, opportunities there. Yeah, I'll give you and another answer. I get on a little bit. What'd you say? And, and his canter. Sometimes I get in a He's little bit. These are like them. thirteen yeah, and a half, eleven and a half. Uh, I'll give you another, and we just mentioned him, but James Harden's on a mission, man. And especially you know, betting on his assists has been a winner. Like a winner, it's and it keeps going though. up. Now it is, so keep an eye out for it. Maybe eventually it gets so high because he keeps winning them that you can actually go in the under and and take advantage of that. But Harden's just been so locked in, and especially with Durant out, like it just seems like he puts it up every night. Like it seems like he is as sure a thing as you got right now. And I will say, from a not a specific player thing, but one thing that I I do think that back to narratives, I do think that you can look at narratives with betting, like in terms of. Like, national games. Like, big players in yes, national games. 100%. Like, Joel Embiid this season has been that guy. Like, if it's a big national game, take the over on Embiid. Like, just take the over because he's going to do it. Like, the best players in the biggest spots seem to to win you money. And I think that that is a, a pretty good rule of thumb. So, can I tell you a team I hate gambling on? Of course. And, like, is on my X list? <laughs> the, Boston, the Boston Celtics. Good! I kid you not. Good! If, Screw if, them! If, if the Sixers play the Celtics in the playoffs, I might bet the over on Jalen Brown every night just to like help the Sixers win. <laughs> Literally, whenever I have any Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum going on, they they have they have like six points in the first half, and then it. they'll like kind of get close, but they'll go like one for seven from three or like two for ten combined. Like it's just insane. I have the worst luck with them. <laughs> Good, I like that. Screw the Celtics. That's the big takeaway. Um, so yeah. Everybody, again, as you can tell from this conversation, you should download the Parkasino Sportsbook app. Have some fun. Bet with us. Tell us what you're doing. We can all have fun together because that's all Elliot and I have been doing, and we're loving it. Um, so any final thoughts before we get out of here? And Again, uh, we'll be back next week with multiple pods, reacting to free agency, talking birds, and, of course, uh, I'm sure talking about this next week as well. So uh, any final thoughts, Eve, before we get out of here? I just I think the Eagles are going to be more active in free agency than people think. I, I think – more and more, the feeling I'm getting is they're, they want to try to win next year. I don't think they view this as a teardown like maybe I once thought they did. And if that's the case, I think they're going to try to add some guys. Maybe it's the second wave of guys, but I, I do think like they'll be a little more active than people expected, including me. 
rate and review the podcast. Once we get to 2,000 five-star reviews, we're going to take the SATs and post our scores and post videos, and you can make fun of us, and it will be hilarious. So that is worthwhile. Five-star reviews only. And, of course, again, we'll be back next week with Eagles free agency action, gambling, and so much more. Until then, he's Elliot. I'm James. We'll talk to you soon.